Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unsportsmanlike, your look at the worst and the weirdest in sports here on Know Your News. I am Greg Cherry, joined alongside the man who's very excited that preseason football has really begun, Jared Bailey. Hey, let's face it, I'm excited too. I got to ask you about NFL Plus, though, because I just saw that pop up on my phone <laughs> Saturday night, and I looked at it because I, I I actually don't have cable, so it's it's an intriguing uh, package to look at. Um so I saw that you have NFL Plus. Mm-hmm. So is, is that going to do like live streaming games like Game Pass did, or how, how is that going to work to your knowledge? Um, I think it's yeah. I think it's basically like get all the same stuff that Game Pass did. Like you, you can watch all the preseason games. And then um, has other features, but nothing. A few other things, like if you get the 999 plan, that's when you get like um, the replays of games, the coaches film. Uh, you have to go into like NFL.com apparently to do it. Somebody walked me through that today. So you can't even watch the coaches film on the app, apparently. I don't know, man. Everything that the NFL does, like in terms of a product on the field is great. Anything it tries to do like through any like sort of app is always pure crap. So you know, it's that's, that's basically how it goes. This isn't any different. <clears throat> yeah, because I, I tried to access the NFL app on my Xbox today to see if I could put Plus on there so I could start watching games when the, the season rolls around next month. And it, it, the app wasn't working itself. So I was like, okay, well, this is great. Yeah, no, the NFL, like I said, the NFL app isn't great. People have been bitching about Game Pass forever because Game Pass is buggy. So, I don't know. I got to just have coaches film and tweet it and, you know, watch it and whatnot. So, that's about all I'm going to use it for. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not a bad price. Like, the, the $30 a year for the one package to get the games, the preseason games. and Yeah, it's not Like, that's really all I would need it for. Like, I'm not as in-depth with the NFL stuff as you are. So, mm-hmm. it, it would be nice for me to be like, hey, I can check out a game whenever I want. Cool. That, that's really all I'd use it for. You watch college football on that, Greg. I, I do, uh, but I have Peacock, and Notre Dame plays all their home games on NBC. So, you know, that's a benefit for me already having Peacock. Mm. So, yeah. um, I also have ESPN Plus because I'm uh, with Verizon. So I, I'm pretty covered as far as college goes. If, it, if yeah, it's on. Okay, then yeah, you're, you're pretty good then. Yeah, if it's on CBS or Fox, which I doubt it would be because CBS still has the SEC and Fox. I don't know. CBS has the uh, has the Big Ten now. Oh, that's right. They they did change that deal, but because the CBS yeah. has been the SEC for years, many many years. Yeah, ago. like a very long time. Yeah. Um, so where's the SEC going? Are they going to their own network, or what are they doing? I think it's going to be they're going to go to ESPN. I think basically the Big Ten and SEC switch. Like SEC mm-hmm. will be ESPN, Big Ten will be CBS. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty certain that's what's happening. Part of me wonders, I need to check if that Notre Dame-Ohio State game, the first game of the season, is on Fox. I'm going to have to check that out because, obviously, I have to watch that one. Which is good, though, because um, ESPN is, leans SEC anyway. I think it would be good for the Big Ten to get on. <laughs> yeah, think. The network. yeah. I, I mean, who doesn't I was, lean SEC? I was putting it politely. Danny Cannell doesn't. He fucking hates the SEC. Bless his heart. So do I. Fuck the SEC. I, I, yeah, that's, I'm that's right there with you. 
You know what's right awesome about this? I don't do any sort of college football content, so I can sit here and proudly say, fuck the SEC. Hey, I'll say it too. The Listen, freaking SEC. Like a guy episode. One conference, I don't care how good your football teams are, one conference, if there's only four spots, should not take up half the spots yeah. in the yeah. college football playoff. It's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Very, I'm, I love that this is how we're kicking off this show. Is we haven't even started. Everybody, everybody on ESPN when they do those, you know, the college football playoff countdown things, and they're they're throbbing boners for the SEC. Or talk about how like the the sixth place team in the SEC East is better than Ohio State. Just, Fuck off! Yeah, like, Jesus. Like, Notre Dame should join a conference. Be like they've made the playoff more than once. It's like they have. They have. Of course, the one year they made it, they were technically a part of the ACC. Oh, was that the COVID year? Yeah, that was the COVID year. And I guess I can't complain too much because the ACC had two representatives that year because Notre Dame made it in and Clemson made it in. So, who am I? I don't ACC know. is pure shit, but at least they, <sighs> yeah. at least they know it. Yeah. So in, in light of college football, that actually gives us a good transition because the first one is college football adjacent of uh, our play today. So, um, so the ACC was doing some travel stuff and went to NC State. And uh, Kelsey Riggs, who's a reporter for college football, uh, took a snap from NC State center Greg Gibson. And it did not work out well for her. As she took the ball square to the face like Marsha Brady. Did he, did he like, snap it at full speed? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's problem number one. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks like that. Looks like that wasn't fun for her. She, was, oh, she's wearing. I was gonna say she's wearing a visor, but she's wearing like an actual hat. Yeah, that's probably should have worn some sort of face guard. Yeah, all of this. Uh, you know, looking at this, looks like she just kind of deserved it. <laughs> well, the ESPN, the people from ESPN who reviewed this said that she was in the shotgun. It looks more like a pistol to me. She's not far back enough for it to be a shotgun. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's, a D1 center giving you a snap at full speed should be at least that, that thing ain't coming at you slow. Yeah. So who's ever quarterbacking for the Wolfpack this year, uh, you might want to let up. I lost one of my college football media friends and get back to you on that. I have no idea. <laughs> to, to be honest, I don't follow NC State. So unless the Irish play them and then it's even barely them. All right. So Vladimir Guerrero has been in baseball for quite a bit and uh are we talking about senior or junior here well we're talking about the one who plays for the blue jays so junior okay yeah. um but Vladimir guerrero jr that i don't know how much of this i blame on him and this is also one of those weird things about baseball because in baseball if the ball gets past the catcher on a strike three the Batter can, batter can take off, yeah. And you can still be safe. And that's exactly what happened on this play because the catcher overthrew Guerrero. Honestly, I didn't know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. played first base, so I learned something today. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's more on the catcher. Than that. that is a dumb rule, though, isn't it? it? It's such a weird rule. It's like a, a strike three should be a strike three. I, I never understood the, hey, if it gets passed, you can run to first base and be safe. It's like having four outs in an inning. It, 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 I've never understood that as long as I've watched baseball. Yeah, neither have I. That is a uh, that is an interesting role. Uh, but at least I learned something today. I learned the position that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. plays. Um, so that's and that's not nothing. 
I'm going to need to talk to somebody who understands baseball better than me. Maybe I'll tweet Kate later and figure out, you know, why is this this way? Don't mind me. I'm just uh, wiping the dust off my Funko. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll probably bug her later about that. Um, moving on to soccer, we, we've got a couple different sports this week. It's kind of nice that it's not all baseball. Yeah, it's a nice variety. I'm tired of talking about baseball. We've been through this. <laughs> Thank God it's almost playoff season. Um, Even then, good luck trying to get me to care about – well, that's – you know what? I'll, college baseball can sometimes be fun. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I say college baseball. I meant playoff baseball. Playoff baseball can be fun sometimes. I, I don't know a damn thing about college baseball to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, college baseball, that's the last thing you'll catch me watching. No offense if you play college baseball or cover college baseball. I'm just not my thing. No, I, college baseball, I might watch more than some other like pro sports. Like, I, I don't think, ironically, we're about to talk about soccer, but I don't think I'd watch soccer. I don't watch NASCAR if that's considered a sport still. I watched the last 30 laps of the, the NASCAR race last weekend just for the hell of it. I'm trying to. Don't, I know I'm just a mess right now. I'm just very <laughs> so, trying to figure out if my mustache is even. It doesn't. I feel like it's not, which is bugging you, me. You, you've got a very Jim Neidhart mustache, but yeah, it is a little uneven. Um, pissed off about it. So anyway, I don't think you can do this in soccer unless you're the goalie. He's going up to catch a touchdown. What the hell's happening? Well, he he went up to block, and he used his hands, which. It looks like he's playing volleyball and not soccer. He nearly got red carded and thrown out of the game. But it's like for, for just touching the ball. You, you're not allowed to use your hands. Well, no kidding. But I feel like I shouldn't <laughs> warn a red card. Well, like he he, did, I, that's why I say he didn't get red carded. He almost did, but it's not like he was going to bro kick the homie to his right. Yeah, if he had done that, that's one thing. But Jesus, uh, I feel like soccer is. Soccer can – soccer's got some soft players. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The, the people who are absolutely passionate about soccer, like, love it probably more than I love any sport that I watch. Oh, yeah, like, you go – They're rabid fan bases. You find a Manchester City or Manchester United, like, diehard. Like, they, one of my favorite sports things – like, I'm not a soccer fan, but the fact that when Manchester City and Manchester United play each other, they don't let – fans like they have designated sections for fans to sit because they won't let each other sit together because they'll just brawl i love that i think that's fantastic that's very smart too but like how do you divide it up and like do you hate to be the people like right on that dividing line yeah i don't know know, but i i applaud good fandom and that is i mean borderline psychotic fandom but nonetheless it's uh dedication it is dedication. Um, so, obviously, my team's the Yankees. They played against uh, little share Delaware's St. Louis Cardinals uh, this past week. It was not pretty for the Yankees whatsoever. I don't know what's happening to them, but they're not looking good. Um, but one of the plays, Aaron Judge hit a ball to the outfield, and it's ain't kickball, I don't think, because the ball hit him right in the, right in the back. So wait, what's happening here? This so is that third red base? Court, no, this is uh, – he went back to first because he was trying for a double and he decided to go back for just a base hit. And uh, the outfielder threw the ball right into his back. Oh, that felt good. Oh, yeah. 
getting hit with a baseball, getting hit with either a baseball or a softball is not pleasant. I like the Cardinals' socks. I'm, I'm a I'm a big striped sock fan in baseball. Yeah, they're not bad. Um, I have a I have a story. I don't know if I've told it on this show about getting hit with the softball. So I think you might have. Have I? You might like, have. Six weeks. I'm already repeating myself. I won't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start repeating myself. Well, I am about to repeat myself with this because the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> it's a thing with you. It's just it is. A way- Listen. Hold on. Jesus, let me see that. What were you drinking? Out of? <laughs> you have a fucking chalice? What the hell? Oh, it's a mason jar. Yeah, it's a mason jar. Okay. Uh, I was well. Hold on. I had. I'm probably gonna make another one. Uh, I had uh, peanut butter whiskey mixed with grape juice, but I finished it. So now I need to get. Now I've got water. <coughs> Might need more water. You, I was going to say, you catching something over there. I hope not. But hey, <clears throat> I'm catching more than the Red Sox. <laughs> I'm about to call you an ambulance. Jesus. Uh-oh. Gotta you still there? Are, are you still with me? <laughs> I muted the mic, so I didn't sound terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk us through this, I suppose. I don't know what happened here, but while Greg figures out his... Yeah. Uh, his throat situation. This dude looks like he went to make a catch and he didn't. Yeah. Jaron Duran of the Red Sox is slowly becoming one of the worst players in baseball. This might not even be his first appearance on this show. It might not. There was a outfielder who screwed up for the Red Sox either last week or the prior week. I do recall that. Listen, I know I'm not a Boston Red Sox fan, but the fact that this is becoming a constant thing has to be troubling for those in Massachusetts. Oh, I mean, we've talked about it. Boston isn't very good this year. Um, yeah, you know. it. Last week they were at the bottom of the AL East. Oh, this is our weekly Red Sox still- update. AL East standings. At least I've always AL wanted to like make up a sponsor and see if that gets us in trouble. <laughs> uh, the Red Sox are still. The Red Sox are under five hundred. There's your weekly Boston Red Sox update, brought to you by Febreze. <laughs> Febreze, make your clothes smell better. I don't go. know what their tagline is. I don't know either. I don't know what it is either. I know that low. I feel like every company changes it every so often. Um, I remember growing up seeing Lowe's commercials during like college football games or NASCAR. I used to watch NASCAR races a lot when I was younger. Um, it was Lowe's. Um, let's build something together. I, that was like 2006. Lowe's tagline. I remember that. You know, one of the commercials I remember during NFL games, like Xerox had a ton of commercials during NFL games. Xerox. I'm pretty sure it was Xerox. I remember uh, Virgin Mobile too. I'm pretty sure they don't yeah, exist. Virgin anymore. Mobile is probably popular one. They uh, sponsored Jeff Burton in the 31 car. It's amazing the things you remember. Um. I remember when I was watching Notre Dame games with my dad back in the like late nineties, early two thousands, and Price Fister was one. I don't even know if that company still. Price exists. Fister, that sounds like a wrestler. Well, I mean that would be, but I think it was for like kitchen stuff, <clears throat> kitchen things and whatnot. Okay. And then, like some like throat lozenge was another one because 
every single commercial break. It was this golfer who tried to yell four, but his throat was kind of like mine a few minutes ago. <laughs> I can kind of use one of those right about now. Yeah, throat lozenges roll. Yeah. All right, so I'm surprised they haven't made it on this show more because of how they are, but the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, I, I, this was pretty pretty much everywhere. Uh, Rodolfo Castro went sliding into third base and oh, lost his, his I did phone. see this one, yes. What the, his phone was in his ass cheek. You're not supposed to have your phone on you for the games. Like, listen, Yeah, that was, that was something that... Like I saw this, I was like, "Why the hell does he have his phone on him? Like, what's what's happening here? Is his wife? If his wife's giving birth, that is the only, or if like yeah. there's a family emergency. But even I feel like if there was a family emergency, or if you found out your wife was giving birth, maybe you stay for the wife giving birth. But if like something terrible happened, I feel like he would have found a way to leave. Yeah, but it, it didn't seem like that was the case at all, and. You know, why would you not leave that in the dugout? Which, again, you're not supposed to have your phone in the dugout anyway, but what? You, if you know you're going to be up at the plate and you're going to be running, why would you have your phone in your pocket? Yeah, that is a... Uh, I don't know, man. On your ass. Good, well, maybe that's why I didn't slide on his ass. Don't want to... Then have to go get a new phone. <laughs> it's... Listen, I know I have a problem with being on my phone a little bit, but I think even that would be much. I'd be like, no, I'm going to leave it here. I think, we all, I think we all have a problem with being on our phones. That's okay. Yeah. NFL. NFL's back. Oh, um, we've made it. We have made it. This is the only play this week that I could find. But, um, and this was – I don't want to say it's a routine play because you don't like to see this happen, but uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Jets played each other. And I called this Everything Hurts because Jalen Hurts got a late hit out of bounds. Oh, yeah. Nick Sirianni was pissed about this. Yeah. I mean, when, you, when you're when you two feet in the white, you might want to lay off the hit. I don't care if it's the preseason or not. Don't take out the Eagles, one of the Eagles quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a late hit. He got flagged for it. Nick Sirianni was like yelling across the sideline at Robert Sala saying, Sala, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that was uh that was one of the the, the sound bites of the or the, the clips of the weekend was just Nick Sirianni pissed off at Robert Sala for his uh, one of his players hitting Jalen Hurts. So yeah, no, I did watch this. I watched it happen, um, as many people did. This is one of the few where I actually saw it. So we're getting to that territory where I actually watched these. Huzzah! Well, I'm hoping for more football plays as this show goes along. Uh, September to December is going to be a beautiful time. For yeah, it will. It will. How, especially, how because, especially because the uh, the Atlanta Falcons will be playing football, and I'm sure that they will be frequent. They'll have frequent appearances on here. I watched a video on TikTok earlier, and it was you know Deshaun Watson overthrowing receivers during training. It's like he looked he looked bad. Yes, Jacksonville, and he got booed out of the building as he should. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he was tense. Um, not not okay, uh, no, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Too soon to get thrown off the show. Um, all right, our final play of the week. We're getting through the show pretty quickly. Um, the Cleveland Guardians were playing a game, and uh, Owen Miller who wasn't even on the field for this play was just in the dugout minding his own business. And an Aaron throw past first base caused him to 
hit the deck. As you can see, he's on the right oh, side. Oh, he's number six. Okay. He is number six, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that looks uh, looks not fun. So, oh, he's going like over the railing, isn't he? Yeah, he went over the railing all the way to the floor. Not great. No, not not at all. I don't know what else to say about it, Greg. That looks not fun. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I understand wanting to get out of the way of the ball, but, you know, if we did hurt himself more by not getting hit with a bad throw than yeah i mean i'm sure that that didn't feel good but taking a, a fast throw right to the penis probably wouldn't feel good either so you know that was my story for softball okay so oh god damn it <laughs> so reconvening for that so i was in junior high and you know we had just finished playing a softball game so we weren't even on the field we were just chilling in the locker room and a couple kids were messing around, messing with the softball. And one of them takes the softball and throws it. And the other person moved. And I was sitting right there. And the softball hit me square. Yes, there. yes. Yeah, you did tell us this. Yes. I well, I, I figured since I set it up earlier and then you said that, might as well throw the story in. Yeah. It all comes full circle. Always does. I, and now that I said it, I do feel like I told that story like three weeks ago. Yeah, no, no, I do recall you telling. I don't remember exactly when, but I do definitely remember it. Uh, if it makes you feel better, um, I, I've noticed, I mean, like when I'm home, I only wear like four shirts. I need to get more like baggy shirts because I like baggy shirts. I feel like they fit my aesthetic. And I'm just not like a tight shirt guy. I used to be, not anymore. But this one, my friend got it for me. I don't know if you can read it, but it says, remember kids, the highest award in journalism is getting killed by the CIA. And I really like it. Just because I'm a got a journalism degree so there it makes go. me happy have you worn that shirt on this show before i feel like i've worn this shirt like for the uh, i think i've worn this shirt for like the past three days like just just when i'm home just want like if i go somewhere else i put on like an actual outfit but when i come home and just like am in lounge clothes i usually just wear like the same same collection of stuff i mean i get it i work from home i'm excited about colder weather because i'm gonna wear sleep pants all the damn time did you call pajamas sleep pants yeah like the, like I just wear like a t-shirt, and then I just wear like the pajama pants. And I call them sleep pants. Sleep pants. That's is that just me? Am I the only person who calls it that? Like it feels so weird because we're in the same state. Like I figure the lingo wouldn't be that much. There's different. a lot of different lingos in Pennsylvania. Like when I first I'm, moved, when I first moved to Western Pennsylvania, I was in, I was going into sixth grade. And people called soda pop. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is happening right now? You. It My wife so and I weird. disagree with that. Like she, she was like born in Texas, and what do they call she it Texas traveled. I don't know. She she didn't live there long, but she oh. traveled all across the country because her dad was in the military. Okay, uh, but she calls it soda, and I yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've always called it soda, and like I said, when I moved to this side of the state, I heard that I was like, what the hell? So. Yeah, the only time I call it soda is when it's orange soda or grape soda. When I feel like it's in the name. Sure. Okay. And uh, and like Central PA, like they, obviously like Yins is a thing in this side of the world. Yeah. Or, um, but in a, like Central Eastern PA, they kind of talk like uh, uh, like New Yorkers. Like they don't say they say use. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like it's that's definitely a thing over there. Um, I've tried, but, tried but they do it. But it's without like a New York or any sort of accent, so it sounds horrible. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't even sound cool. 
I feel like Central PA like tries really hard to be New Yorkers. I agree. Like, there's a I lot agree. of Yankees fans in like Central, like Central and Central East PA. I lived there long enough to like. I, I can agree. Definitely agree. Like they're like diet New Yorkers. <laughs> they're like That's the, the greatest term I've ever heard. For they're that. like they're like the Fresca to New York Sprite. The, the the great value version of New Yorkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that to Louis Dangor one time, like great value something. I didn't know that uh, they didn't have Walmarts in the UK. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't know that either. Is that just an American thing or is that a worldwide? Walmart? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like they got, you think they got Walmarts in Canada? Probably. I would assume. I figure they have a lot of American staples up in Canada. Yeah, like they've got like the normal like fast food stuff up there. I feel like I feel like Walmart's are a thing. I'll ask Tempest. Yeah, go ask Tempest. I mean, he hasn't been there for a bit, but he couldn't forget for living there for so long. Oh yeah. Um, I, I know Tim Hortons is a Canadian thing, and like I want to have to. I've never had Tim Hortons. Okay, so there was like a gas station near us that had like a Tim Hortons like adjacent to it, and they got rid of it for like a chicken place. I'm like. I don't go there for freaking chicken. It's like I want Tim Hortons donuts. What was the chicken place? Is it Bird on the Run? No, it's I don't even know what it's called. I had never heard of it. And every time I pass it, it's like I've never heard of that other than that place. No, people I, like talk about Tim Hortons like it's the mecca of coffee. And as a person who is obsessed with coffee, like that is something that I need to I need to have. See, for me, it's just the donuts. Like Jen likes their coffee. Um but I, I, uh, you're not a coffee guy, right? No, I'm not a coffee guy. Yeah, never have been. I would. You got sweet tea though. I'm not. A, I don't like tea. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. We're we're back on the food thing after we did, talked about Dalvin. I don't like any. That's a, I don't like any form of tea. That no, that's a lot. I like Arnold Palmer's, like the half like lemon, tea half. Tea. No, that stuff's fantastic. That is that is one. Not, that's my one exception. Oh, two exceptions. I like Snapple. I like Snapple tea. I don't think I've ever had an Arnold Palmer, honestly. Like I, I, I like lemonade and I like iced tea, but I don't think I've ever had that. It is incredible. I, I believe it. Like, Get like a pack of six of them at Dollar General or something. They're definitely worth it. I think they sell them in like the, uh, like, as I said, like the Arizona tea jugs. I think they sell Arnold Palmer things of those. Hmm. Why do they call it an Arnold Palmer? Do we know? I, I'm guessing the golfer really liked that combination. Uh, maybe, I guess. Uh, that, that would be my assumption that he just really liked iced tea and lemonade together. So they just named it after him. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if I was ever famous enough to have a drink named after me, I hope it would get ran by me, like, just to make sure I like it. Yeah. It's like if I ever became famous and, like, commercials wanted me to promote their products, it's like, I have to use the product first. It's like, I have to actually be a fan of it. Oh, I disagree. You, you take the payday over being like, oh, yeah, I'll sell my soul for that. I think it depends on what it is. Like, you you will never convince me that LeBron James drives a Kia and he advertises for Kia. Or that half of these motherfuckers drink Sprite. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, they might. I mean, they might. There is a 0% chance that LeBron James drives a Kia. Let's get that out of the way. So... There's no might about that one. The Sprite one, I can live with them. I can live with the micro Sprite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like f- food and like drink options, I can see that being more realistic. Yeah. I don't see LeBron driving Kia. I mean, 
he might have a Kia that he can give to like his neighbor or his kids or something. But it's- Let's talk about celebrities that I'm tired of seeing, though. That's Snoop Dogg. Because he's in every goddamn advertisement I see. I feel like any time there's anything relatively special, Snoop Dogg has to be in it, and it's annoying. Like, I'm sure Snoop Dogg's a cool dude. I'm just tired of seeing him. Did you, during the Olympics, did you see the stuff with Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart? No. Kevin oh, Hart's man. not a one. Ew, it was good stuff. It was hilarious. Like, Kevin Hart's funny, but, like, how do I describe Kevin Hart? He's just, he's just too... I like Dave Chappelle more. Hmm. I feel like Chappelle just pushes the envelope more and it makes me laugh harder. See, anytime my wife and I watch Kevin Hart, we we have to actually pause the show because we're laughing so hard. So oh, here's the, oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying Kevin Hart's not funny. Kevin Hart's very yeah. funny. Like he's made obviously he's one of the most successful comedians of all time for a reason. He's very funny. It's just I'm, I need a break from Kevin Hart. <laughs> but do you watch his uh, coldest balls show on YouTube? I've seen a few episodes of it. That's pretty good. I do enjoy that. His mannerisms make me laugh. Yeah, that, that, more than anything. I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Kevin Hart. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on Kevin Hart because he's, yeah. he's funny. He's talented. It's just overconsumption can is a thing. I can, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, do, do you want to continue your list? Because I interrupted. Um, who else? I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on celebrities that you're just tired of seeing? Um. Hmm. Oh, oh! I feel bad for you as a Notre Dame fan, knowing that Jason Garrett's going to be the the color commentary guy. At least he's not coaching. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but I, I, I watched a little bit of it for USFL and for the uh, Hall of Fame game. And let me tell you, man, I am not. Again, I'm not trying to be rude to anybody, but Jason Garrett is good now. Absolutely. I, I need to see if Mike Tarico is still doing the play by play, though. He's not. Jack Collinsworth is. Damn it. I like Jack Collinsworth. Jack Collinsworth is good. Better than Chris. Um, hey, we will not tolerate Chris Collinsworth slander. I, well, I love Chris I have to deal with Chris Collinsworth slander. I love I have a TikTok specifically slandering Chris Collinsworth. Here's the thing. People love to shit on Chris Collinsworth or Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I don't. Or, and here's the thing. I don't mind Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. I think he's great. Like my buddy Travis doesn't like him. It's like I don't mind Joe Buck. Like I really. That being said, like rewatching like older games, I'm not a big Summerall guy. Yeah, I I can understand that. Which I feel like is kind of hypocritical because I like Joe Buck. Yeah. And there's a reason. Like people say, like he's too. Like he doesn't. Like he doesn't get excited enough. Well, there's a reason that he saves his excitement because it's for when he does get excited, it feels important. Yeah. Like. The Minneapolis miracle that felt so much more important because Joe Buck got excited. <laughs> Passes caught, dude. Damn. That was uh, and that, the fact that all he needed to say was like four words while yeah. he yelled them. Oh, dude, Joe, I love Joe Buck. Listen, I, he, he's the voice of one of my favorite baseball memories ever. The Aaron Boone home run was that one. Uh, oh, who were they playing? The Red Sox. Boston. Okay. Yeah, it was the Yankees and the Red Sox in the 2003 ALCS. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, I forgot. Now that he's with ESPN, he ain't going to be doing the Fox baseball playoffs. Yeah, he, he's not going to be on Fox. They, they, like, did a whole, like, WWE draft to all the announcers and just swapped them all. Yeah, they did. They did. Because uh, here's the thing. We've got a great lineup for, like, all the primetime uh, analysts because Thursday night's going to be Michaels and Herbstreet. I love Kirk Herbstreet. I think he's fantastic. Um 
It's going to be interesting that he's not going to be calling college games. Like, who, I, they, I didn't associate who are they going to have with Chris Fowler now? Because <sighs> I assume Herbstreit is still going to be doing like college game day pregame stuff. Possibly. Um, I mean, it would make sense. I don't know who they're going to have with Fowler. I want to look that up now. Yeah, I was going to say, because I haven't seen it. Maybe he's, maybe he's just going to do both. Uh, college game day. Well, uh, oh, maybe. I don't know. Because if he's working for Prime, is he still working for ESPN? I think he is. I don't know how these things work. Uh, Chris Fowler. Because I don't even know who like their number no, two No, I don't think Fowler's on game day. I think he's just calls the game. Yeah, no, he just calls the game. Reese Davis does the pregame. I don't know. Is so is Tariko on um Sunday night football then? Tariko's gonna be the play by play guy for Sunday Night Football okay. now. I like Mike Tariko. I love Mike Tariko. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. The last time Monday Night Football felt important was when he was calling it. No, Sean McDonald was good too. I, I take that. Sean McDonald was very good. Him and Gruden were a very good team. Yeah, I, I enjoyed him when he took the home games for Notre Dame, so I, I really enjoyed him. Yeah, Tariko Tariko's um, very good. Uh I'm trying to think of the one commentator that I really enjoy. Some people says he like overacts. Gus uh, Johnson. Yes. Yeah. I, I love <laughs> Gus Johnson. Everybody loves Gus Johnson. <laughs> yeah. How can you not? That that dude gets excited about everything, which is he does. Which just makes it fun. Like, I, he became he was the top college commentator for Fox. Like he did NFL and CBS for a very long time. Went to Fox, became their number one college uh, play-by-play guy. Every once in a while during the NFL season, he'll do a game. And he did the Cardinals-Jaguars game last year when the uh, uh, missed field goal got returned for a touchdown by Jacksonville at the end of the half. And, oh, my God, you would have thought that <laughs> that America just, like – you would have thought that he was just calling America winning the revolution. Like, he was he was into it, man. Uh. I remember him calling Chris Tyree's uh, of Notre Dame's kick return for the touchdown. It, I, it's just a play I watch over and over because his call is so great on it. Chris Johnson's great. Kevin Harlan, um, he is a very good football play by yes, play guy. Yes. Like he's more renowned for like the NBA on TNT. I don't. I'm not a big basketball fan. I love Kevin Harlan in the NFL booth. So now I'm trying to think of CBS guys. Is Jim Nance still with CBS, or did him and yeah. Romo move? No, him and Romo were still the number one team for, for – you know who I love at CBS? Ian Eagle. I feel like Ian Eagle yes. has done more Steelers yes. games in my life than any other announcer. Like, I've, It feels like at least six games a year Ian Eagle is in the booth for Pittsburgh. I, that, I've grown up listening to Ian Eagle. I love, he's fantastic. His son's he starting to get into it, too. His son is getting into it, too. I think he's going to eventually be a CBS guy. Uh, CBS play-by-play guy. No, I think it's Noah Eagle. Don't. Pretty sure that's his name. Uh, but yeah, he, both of them are fantastic. I love Ian Eagle. Him and Dan Fouts are such a good combination. It, they were. They were. Does Greg Gumble still commentate games? Yeah, he still does play-by-play. I don't know if he. I don't know if he retired after this year, but he he's fantastic. I like Greg Gumble. He did it for a long time with Deerdorf. I think he does. I think it's Trent Green is his partner now. Mm-hmm. Trent Green have been doing it for a little bit. Uh, Charles Davis is now with Ian Eagle after Dan Fouts retired. Um, Sparadidas is very good. He's a younger guy that's starting to do CBS ones. I'm excited for Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, too, now that they're going to be the number one team on Fox. 
Kevin Burkhart. It's gonna be so weird to not hear Buck and Aikman. I agree. I'm gonna. I'm a little. It's it's a little disappointing because for somebody, uh, look, it is a little bit disappointing on the Fox end. But this is the first time that Monday Night Football. Like I'll enjoy listening to who is calling Monday Night Football like six years. Yeah, and it's gonna be weird if if he's got the deal with ESPN. Like the World Series, I think mostly airs on Fox. So it's gonna be weird. It not hear Joe Buck call the World Series because he's been doing that forever. I wonder if they could work something out because I understand that there's like this little battle between ESPN and Fox, but like uh, Kenny Albert works for Fox and does NFL play-by-play, but he also does stuff for TNT for hockey. So I wonder if there could be something that would be worked out there. I don't know. I mean, if there's no exclusivity deal, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure it is an exclusivity deal. We just went on a 10 minute conversation about common day. Oh, that's fine. That's uh, fine. After we get through the plays, I mean, the world is our oyster. I mean, it really is. Um, speaking of that, you have a big interview this week on your show, don't you? I do. Yeah. Deanna Prazo. I'm excited. Yeah. Wednesday, one half of the Impact Knockout. Knockouts, tag team champions. I'm excited. We, her and I, like behind the scenes, have been trying to set this up for a very long time. So I think we're both kind of relieved that we're finally able to do it. So yeah, that we'll be recording that Wednesday evening ish. I think we're doing it. It won't be live. I'll pre-record it. I might put it out later that night. Maybe save it for Thursday morning. We'll see. It will come out later that night, just because I'll throw it on there real quick. But yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm slowly working myself to actually start getting big names on my stuff. Got Jack of all trades coming next week. Still working out some guests for that. Um, but you can go follow Jarrett at J Bailey NFL. Lots of football stuff. Lots of good football content coming up from him. Check out his show, No Notes. And, of course, check me out on the Greg Cherry brand. Greg Cherry Show every Wednesday. Like I said, Jack of All Trades next Thursday, August 25th. A little bit later this month than normal, but still going to be a good time. I will eventually win one of those. I'll have to have you on again. Like I'd like to have I'd, I'd like to have you and Cher back on the show again. That was fun. Maybe, yeah, the next one was very fun. Yeah, the tag team one was a lot of fun. A little chaotic, but still fun. Yeah, Will Washington just dunking on the ratings comment from Joe Holbert. That was beautiful. <laughs> hey, he's going for the Quizlemania Tag Team Championship. So if him and Denise win, I think Team Unsportsmanlike should go on there and uh, try to take the titles from him and Denise. Hey, I mean, if, if Adam ever invites us, then I will be more than happy to go on. But I'm also not going to, like, invite myself because people who do that are weird. Yeah, I did that for two years. It took me a while. <laughs> not going well, to you took, you put, It was more than just invite you. I mean, you started a campaign for it. I, I, I did, and I didn't expect it to gain the traction that it did. But Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, well, you, Sean, Sean also played a big part in that. <laughs> Sean did play a major part in that, and I do appreciate him for yeah. that. And I, I told him today I'm going to trash talk the shit out of him fantasy football this year. I'm excited that. for that too. That'd be fun. I am. I don't know how often I play him this year. I haven't looked at the schedule yet. But. I I don't remember how I aligned the divisions. I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll have to look. Probably, probably just the one time. Oh well. Anyway, we thank you very much for joining us on On Sportsman Like. We are here every single Monday at 8.30 o'clock Eastern live for you guys. We will be back next week with some more Weird and Wacky Plays. For Jared Bailey, I'm Greg Cherry, and we'll see you next week right here on Unsportsmanlike. 
Roses are red, violets are blue. I click the subscribe button, you really should too. If you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.